Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Numbers chapter 20. And if I were to give this a title, it would be 39 years later and Moses is fed up. <laughs> I mean, oh man, we've got a lot going on in this one. We have now taken a time jump 39 years later from the last chapter we were in. It is going to be awesome. There is going to be like just complete total denial by some relatives of Israel and Aaron's going to die. I mean, the stellar is we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to cover a lot of ground. Before we do that, as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure that you like this video. If you're watching it on YouTube, comment on this video, share this video. Also, if you're looking at the podcast or listening to the podcast, make sure that you are giving us a five-star rating. Let us know how we're doing. And then make sure you are going over to our Facebook group. Go to Facebook, type in Bible Breakdown discussion. And I want to know how you are relating to this text. What is God speaking to you? The overall idea of the book of Numbers is learning to trust in God. And is God using this to teach you how to trust him more? And I'm looking forward to learning from you as we do this thing called going through God's word together, because I guarantee you, the more we dig, the more we find. And today is one of those days. Now, when we left the nation of Israel, they had decided they were not going to go into the promised land. And so God says, sure, you're not going to go then. I'm not going to let you go, but instead I am going to take your children. So nobody 20 years and older other than Joshua and Caleb is going to go into the promised land. And so if you notice at the end of chapter 19, he's talking about what to do when you encounter dead people, because he's going to wait for everybody to die. <laughs> well, 39 years have passed now, and at the end of 39 years, we see them, and they're coming back to an area called Kadesh. And as they're doing that, Moses, he gets mad, and he starts to make just some mistakes, and he ends up having to pay the price for it. Because think about it, for 39 years, these people have probably been complaining, using the same old tired response. Why did you bring us up out of Egypt for us to die here? Well, 39 years passes, and they get free pastries for breakfast, free everything they want. Their clothes never wear out. Everything is good, and they're still complaining. So isn't it amazing sometimes that we complain while God is taking care of us? But that's what happens all the time. So we don't need to get too mad at the nation of Israel. Maybe not you, but for me as well, I deal with that sometimes. Okay, so here we go. Let's read this. Numbers chapter 20, verse 1. Let's dive into this together. 39 years later, verse 1. In the first month of the year, the whole community of Israel arrived in the wilderness of Zin and camped at Kadesh. While they were there, Miriam died and was buried. Now, pause and remember, Miriam was Moses' sister. And so she was one of the final people that hadn't died yet, and it was her turn, so she died. Verse 2, there was no water for the people to drink at that place. So they rebelled against Moses and Aaron. The people blamed Moses and said, If only we had died in the Lord's presence with our brothers. Why have you brought the congregation of the Lord's people into the wilderness to die, along with all of our livestock? Why did you make us leave Egypt and bring us here to this terrible place? This land has no grain, no figs, no grapes, no pomegranates, and no water to drink. Now, at this point, remember, pause by the way, 
Most of those people already did. So the next generation is learning to complain just like the previous one. And this is what happened in verse 6. Moses and Aaron turned away from the people and went to the entrance of the tabernacle where they fell face down on the ground. And the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord said to Moses, You and Aaron must take the staff and assemble the entire community. As the people watch, speak to the rock over there and it will pour out its water. You will provide enough water from the rock to satisfy the whole community and their livestock. So Moses did as he was told. He took the staff from the place where it was kept before the Lord. Then he and Aaron summoned the people to come to gather at the rock. Listen, you rebels, he shouted. Must we bring you water from this rock? Then look what happened. Then Moses raised his hand and struck the rock twice with the staff and water gushed out. So the entire community and their livestock drank their fill. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust me enough to demonstrate my holiness to the people of Israel, you will not lead them into the land I am giving them. This place was known as the waters of Meribah, which means arguing, because there the people of Israel argued with the Lord, and there he demonstrated his holiness among them. Now pause. Now what in the world just happened? Well, God had told them, speak to the rock, like declare that the rock will give forth its water and it'll happen. But instead of speaking to the rock, Moses got angry. We can know this from one of the Psalms. One of the Psalms said the reason why Moses did this is because he had gotten frustrated with the people. And out of anger, he struck the rock. And in striking the rock, he disobeyed God and how he did it. Because if he speaks to the rock, it's a miracle. If he strikes the rock, he is able to take some of the glory for himself because he did something physically to make it happen. Now, Moses wasn't intentionally trying to disrespect God, but he let his anger get away with him. And because he started arguing back and forth with the people, rather than just leaving them to him, leaving them to God and obeying, he took negative action and it had a negative consequence. All right, verse 14, the Bible says, while Moses was at Kadesh, he sent ambassadors to the king of Edom with this message. This is what your relatives, the people of Israel say. You know all the hardships we have been through. Our ancestors went down to Egypt and we lived there a long time. And we and we and our ancestors were brutally mistreated by the Egyptians. But we cried out to the Lord and he heard us and sent an angel who brought us out of Egypt. Now, we are camped at Kadesh, a town on the border of your land. Please let us travel through your land. We will be careful not to go through your fields and vineyards. We won't even drink water from your wells. We will stay on the king's road and never leave it until we have passed through your territory. But the king of Edom said, Stay out of my land or I will meet you with an army. The Israelites answered, We will stay on the main road. If our livestock drink any of your water, we will pay for it. Just let us pass through your country. That's all we ask. But the king of Edom replied, Stay out. You may not pass through our land. And with that, he mobilized his army and marched out against them with an imposing force. Because Edom refused to allow Israel to pass through their country, Israel was forced to turn around. This is a double kind of whammy for the nation of Israel. Because number one, they had said we were going to stay on the king's road. In other words, we're going to stay on the main trade route to go through there. And we're not going to bother anything. So we're just asking for, you know, just some, some help. Second thing was, is they were related. So if you remember back in the, in the book of Genesis, the Bible said that Abraham had Isaac, and Isaac had two sons, Jacob and Esau. 
Jacob would later have his name changed to Israel, and that's where the nation of Israel got their name, is the descendants of Jacob. But Jacob had that brother named Esau. Esau would later have a family, and they would eventually turn into the Edomites. And so these are relatives of the nation of Israel. So that's what this idea is, is, hey, listen, we're just going to pass through. We're related. We wouldn't want to bother you. And these people who were supposed to understand what was going on, it's these very ones that were attacking the nation of Israel and not giving them an opportunity. So it's kind of a double disrespect going on. So let's finish up this chapter. The whole community of Israel left Kadesh and arrived, arrived at Mount Hor. There on the border of the land of Edom, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, the time has come for Aaron to join his ancestors in death. He will not enter the land I am giving the people of Israel because the two of you rebelled against my instructions concerning the water of Admirabah. Now, take Aaron and his son Eleazar up Mount Hor. There you will remove Aaron's priestly garments and put them on Eleazar, his son. Aaron will die there and join his ancestors. So Moses did as the Lord commanded. The three of them went up on Mount Hor together as the whole community watched. And at the summit, Moses removed the priestly garments from Aaron and put them on Eleazar, Aaron's son. And Aaron died there on top of the mountain. Moses and Eleazar went back down and the people realized that Aaron had died and all Israel mourned for 30 days. So as you can see, when the chapter begins... 30 years have passed, they're still bickering and complaining, and Moses has had enough, and so he and Aaron strike the rock instead of speaking to it, which caused judgment to fall on them. And then the nation of Israel, they're getting judged a little bit by saying, hey, we're not going to let you go through here. And now, as the torch is starting to pass on, you're seeing that next generation coming into a position of leadership, and this old generation is starting to die off. Now, here's a question I want to ask you. If the whole book of numbers is learning to trust in the Lord. How can we learn to trust the Lord more in this chapter? And that is this, we can trust the Lord to do what he says. When we do what the Lord says and we abide by the word of the Lord, there are good promises waiting on us. However, if we choose to go our own way and we choose not to trust in the Lord, all of God's promises are true, even the bad ones. And so that's not intended to be a negative thing. It's just to say we can trust the Lord to do the right thing. And here's the thing. Even when Aaron disobeyed God, look at the respect that God still gave Aaron. He didn't just strike him down in front of everybody. He actually let him go up on a mountain, let him see his son take his place and then die with honor. And when I see this, I see an honorable way to go. And so that's the other thing I love about God. We can learn to trust in the Lord because even when we make mistakes, God will still honor us most of the time. If we allow him to, he will honor us. So I'm curious in your life, what is an area of your life that God is honoring you, even if maybe we haven't earned it? Maybe that's not you. Maybe that's just me. But there's been times in my life when I've made mistakes. I deserve to be embarrassed. But many, time, many times, God continues to honor us instead. I hope that spoke to you today. Let me pray for us. We're going to read our scripture and we're going to be done for today. God, thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy and your kindness. Thank you that you know us and that you see us. And even when we make mistakes, God, you honor us so very much. I'm thankful for you. I pray for everyone who is reading this with me today. You'll open our eyes to see your goodness in all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Don't forget, God's word says in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his.
Peace. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for Numbers chapter 21.